Real world and internet can be a challenging place for those who are different. So to understand more about them, I felt a need to address autism spectrum disorder. What it actually is, how it may be caused, its types, how it could be diagnosed, what to be done if one has autism, and to debunk some myths about it. Hello, it's Neeraj Gupta and I'm here once again to science up yourself. In this episode, we'll talk about autism spectrum disorder, which is a neurodegenerative disorder affecting a person's social interaction, communication and behavior. Majority of people don't know about it, making the lives of people with autism worse. So to understand more about autism, we have an expert on the show, Dr. Nidhi Singhal, Director of Training and Research at Action for Autism India. Dr. Singhal is a psychologist and for over two decades, she has been working with people with autism and their families as well as professionals in this field. Hi, Neeraj. Thank you so much, ma'am, for joining us. So uh, you have uh, you are an expert and have been involved in autism for uh, two decades now. So what do you think uh, autism is? Okay, so um, autism, first of all, it, we have to understand autism is a neurological condition. And what it does is it impacts the way some people experience the world and interact with the world that is around us. So what I mean by that is that autistic people, they think differently, they move, communicate, the way they interact, the way they socialize from non-autistic people, that can be very different. And because autism is a spectrum condition, as it says in the name itself, there is no one way to be autistic. So some autistic people, they speak and they use spoken language, you know, words to communicate. Some others communicate in different ways. Uh, some people who are autistic, some autistic people will need a lot of help in, you know, just their everyday life to get through uh, their life. Um, some people may need very little help. There are some people who struggle with academics and, you know, may not be great, so great as in the way um, the school system teaches education. But other autistic people, they may be absolutely excellent in academic work. So, um, so what I mean by this is that basically there is no one way to be autistic. And that is why autism is considered as a spectrum condition. Now, in the past and even actually even today, people think of autism as, you know, people being more severely impacted or some people are less severely impacted or people have better functioning levels, you know. So that is the way that autism had been conceived all this while. That is how it was conceptualized earlier, in fact. And that is why there were categories, like you would have been familiar with the word autism and also mild autism or Asperger syndrome yeah. or high-functioning yeah. autism, right? Yeah. So those were, that is how it was done. And it's really in the last decade or so, last seven, ten years actually, that we have learned better and now all of these categories have been removed and there is only one category and one one word which is autism spectrum so either people are autistic or they are not and people cannot be little bit autistic or mildly autistic you know if they have then they will they have autism and they have their you know uh, support needs just like everybody else does okay so is autism common and uh, why does it happen because you might be getting questions from parents, guardians that why why their children has or got autism. So is there any proved causes of it? So autism is actually one of the most common conditions. Um, there is a this is a myth that autism is a rare condition, and actually one percent of the population it has uh, they have autism, 
uh, at least the recent research that has come through, it shows that both Indian research and international epidemiological studies are putting autism as anywhere between one in 60 people have autism or one in 90 people have autism or something like that. So which means really that it, if we were to go by that statistics, we have about 18 million people in India itself who have autism, but not all of them may have a diagnosis, but they have autism. Yeah, that's why I, I thought to uh, bring this episode because means people yes. don't know about autism, what it is, yes. and uh, yes. they just uh, ignore the fact that they might have some neurodegenerative disease or something, and they Correct. just uh, they just want them to put in normal category. They just want them to send to schools and they want to act them like a normal child. So they need to understand that uh, they are different. They need uh, special abilities. Right, absolutely. And you know what, because it's so common, that also means, uh, Neeraj, that we all know somebody who has autism, because we all know at least 60 people or more, right? So which means that we've come across autistic people, but even we do not know that they have autism, and they perhaps do not know that they have autism. And we probably know them as somebody who's a quiet person or reserved, or sometimes we think of people as weird or awkward or odd. Uh, we think of people and say, oh, he does not have a, you know, he's quite a loner or she's, she does not have too many friends. That is how yeah. we think of autistic people. And that's how we sometimes see autistic people, even when they do not have a diagnosis. And what often if we are seeing more and more is that, you know, people are coming out in their adulthood, in their adolescence, when they are talking about autism. So... But, and they have gone through their entire life, you know, feeling different or not fitting in or not belonging to people or not being a part of a group, but not knowing what it is. They felt that they've struggled all this while, that they do not understand people and people do not understand them, but they do not have, they've never had a word for it. And yeah. one of the biggest reasons for this is that because autism, it is, autistic people don't look different. You know, it's not like, um, there is a missing limb or, you know, there are any physical markers to say that this is autism. Autistic people look like yeah. everybody else. So it is very easily missed. It's very easily misdiagnosed uh, because the differences in the neurobiology, it is like, you know, the function, there are differences which are structurally and functionally different brains. That's how it is. Yeah, that, that's the reason of why, why autism happens. So one of the reasons that has been been defined and discussed and proven is that it is genetic. Sometimes yeah. it is also, we are finding more and more evidence that it is hereditary also. But right now it's not confirmed because, you know, autism, we're still getting to know under autism. And, and there is a lot of research that is going on currently to understand what autism is and why it happens. But the only proven cause right now is that it is because of the genes. So genetic mutations, deletions, you know, duplications, all of these are being explored. The genetic causes being studied a lot. Okay, right so now. there might be any causes like medications, like uh, I have heard uh, valproate or valproic acid uh, might cause uh, autism in babies. Right. Yeah, when they're in utero. Yeah. Uh, when the parents have had it. So these are, yeah, these are all causes that are being studied. There is not enough research scientific evidence currently that to prove or disprove this. But all of this are being studied right now. Okay, ma'am. So is autism gender specific? Because I have heard that uh, boys are five times more likely to have it than girls. Right. This is one of the, you know, most common myths 
but uh, about autism this is one of them so um the amongst the many myths that are going around about autism this is it so it says it is said that four four out of five children with autism at least four would be boys and one would be girl but the reality as we are discovering is very different and it is coming out that we uh, that girls are the that girls also have autism and just as much but it is not being recognized because of the way autism presents itself it is almost like a gender stereotypical behaviors so they are uh, not identified and picked up early enough in women so many women with autism or girls with autism they are not being recognized okay so talking about the uh, diagnosis and recognition uh uh what what do you think means how this can be recognized how rec- uh, autism can be recognized okay so um since you so one of the some of the things that might be very commonly you know some very common media pers- portrayals of autism have been through movies like barfi if you remember with priyanka chopra and ranveer kapoor yeah so that was autism right that was yes priyanka chopra know. played the character oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yes priyanka yeah. chopra played the character of an autistic person yeah and my name is khan by sharukh khan sharukh khan played the character of autism and also there was a tv and also series. there was yeah tv series yeah that uh, aapki antra aapki antra yeah. that's correct yeah right in even in the inter- international like many people may be familiar with international media and you know there are there were movies that was made earlier rain man or and there are more uh, closely now there are tv series like atypical is going on currently uh, there is somebody uh, something called big bang theory yeah and there is a character called sheldon in that and there is a series around little sheldon now yeah 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 you know around that so okay. sheldon has portrayed the character yeah okay so what do you think uh, where uh, sheldon is uh, in this autistic uh, spectrum so uh, yeah so sheldon is autistic and like i said earlier now there are no categories like you know high functioning or low functioning and or you know aspergers or anything so those are no longer categories valid categories but definitely uh, sheldon portrays the character of autistic uh, person that is what is there okay so uh, is there any major symptoms of asd like uh, uh, problems with uh, social interaction communications and repetitiveness sure. like think yeah sure so uh, one of the most common belief about autism is that people find it hard to make eye contact and yes a lot of autistic people whether they were a children or even as adults they find it more comfortable to interact with with other another person without looking you know directly making eye contact or looking at the person directly so they find it easier to interact with other people another symptom or another thing that an another experience for autistic people is that they can be extremely sensitive to the sounds or the lights around them or you know to colors or patterns on the wall or bed sheet or you know fabrics around them they can be extremely sensitive to um uh, smells around them so some may like crowds some may do not some may not like crowds so that is an experience that can be um uh, overwhelming for a lot of over a uh, lot of autistic people uh, many autistic people like specific routines and they like to stick to them and they may come across as you know people who are being very inflexible but a lot of autistic people they find it hard to deal with sudden changes or you know surprises does not mean they can't do it it just means that it is they find it easier when it is not uh, when they prepared for it when they have been informed ahead of time so they can plan for it um you will find a lot of autistic people even as children and again even as adults 
so in the classrooms they may do specific things say for example like doodling yeah or they may be spinning objects little children might enjoy playing with cars or you know um spin the tires or you know just spin or twirl objects uh some adults and kids both they enjoy humming in a specific way or listening to the same music many have a lot of body movements also like rocking back and forth or some may finger movements you know yes, and all of these behavior yes yeah. yes and all of these they help it's important to understand that it helps them it helps them deal with their immediate environment it helps them deal with their own emotions so it's an important part of who they are and it is important that we do not stop trying stop them from doing some some of these things we can teach children with autism and adults also when they can do it when they will you know better ways of doing it you know more safer ways of doing it uh, private spaces where they can do a lot of it but it's important also to recognize that we should not try and stop some of them these behaviors because it helps them deal with their environment it helps them deal with their emotions um then you know with regards to speech a lot of times children with autism when they're little kids they may not speak very much or when they speak they may speak begin to speak late they may not speak in full sentences they may have you know difficulties in pronouns but it is important to know that many autistic people like i said it's a spectrum many autistic people speak very fluently but even as a child and even as they grow up what they hap- what happens is they may find it hard to describe things or to ask for help they may be speaking very fluently they can speak they have excellent command over language but they may still find it hard to ask for help or to share if i you know to share their own opinion or to share their perspective about something to share their emotions their feelings you know even to give their perspective about a particular situation that might be hard it will might be very hard for them to ask for help if they need it uh it might be hard for a lot of adults with autism also even those who speak extremely fluently they may find it hard to make just small conversation just chit chat you know to make polite conversation sometimes that you know we make friends we just talk about common interests and everything that might be very hard mm-hmm. so uh, is it possible that uh, adults uh, uh, suddenly just uh, get diagnosed with autism uh, they were normal before and uh, just suddenly they get diagnosed with uh, autism right so it is important to understand that that people with autism were always autistic it is just that it was never diagnosed so it is not like there is a something that is added to their personality it's not like a fever comes in and you become fever you have you know it's not like that yeah. it is that you were always autistic you were born autistic it was just not recognized or diagnosed earlier on and it can be diagnosed at any age at any stage in your life and you're right neither a lot of people a lot of because now we've started to read up a lot more there is a lot more awareness we're talking a lot more about autism there are a lot of youngsters a lot of youth a lot of adults in their adulthood they they when they stumble across autism they and they identify with it they're coming forward and they want to make a um, you know they want to uh, get a diagnosis okay so uh, how does one get a diagnosis of autism suppose uh, any parent or anyone think that their child or themselves are uh, autistic so what they can do so it is important to know that uh, to get a diagnosis of autism there are no blood tests it does not show up in x rays mris ct scans nothing and it is done through interaction with the person it can be done at any age and very often when there is a parent parent will bring up their child and they can you know we can uh, uh, qualified 
autism uh, you know person who's trained in autism will be able to diagnose a child and it can be done within the first three years of life but a lot of children are still getting misdiagnosed a lot of children like i said before especially if they speak fluently if they can cope up with studies if there are no you know uh, uh, obvious differences they get missed and when they are missed then a lot they come to us you know in their middle school or they can even come in their adulthood we've we've diagnosed people even in their 50s uh, wow. to you know that they have autism a lot of parents get diagnosed when their children get diagnosed that's when they realize oh i this seems familiar or they diagnose other people in their family sometimes that oh this seems familiar so that is how um, a lot of people are coming to us during the lockdown during all of this covid situation so many people have approached us adults in their um, adulthood to get, get a diagnosis of autism because okay, so is there any helpline or uh, anything they can contact or uh, how can they contact uh, action for autism also yeah they can contact action for autism you can go on to our website it's called www.autism-india.org um we, we our, our contact details are on there you can send us an email at um, actionforautism@gmail.com and uh, we will definitely be able to organize uh, an assessment for you you can also contact us on helpline.afa@gmail.com okay ma'am thank you so much yeah so uh, talking about india what is the status uh, of autism in india means how is it more prevalent or less prevalent because means i have heard that there is uh, less uh, less cases of autism in developed countries compared to developing countries so it is a myth or oh that's a, a complete myth autism is happening everywhere just as much uh, it has no it knows no geographical boundaries socio economic boundaries no racial boundaries no caste culture boundaries it is just that it is not being picked up in some places and it is picked up as some places it is just that some some places it gets pathologized some places it does not get pathologized in some places it is you know we are trying to hide because there are a lot of stigma attached to it in other places there are not and in you know more and more autistic adults have started to talk about their experiences and in the international media that is what is happening okay uh, so talking about the treatments and the therapies is i think there isn't any medical cure for that so uh, what are the therapies uh, for improving the lives of uh, these people right so um there are no you're right there are no medical cures unfortunately there is a lot of research that is going on and even a lot of intervention that is talked about um, you know that is targeted towards curing autism or fixing autism and uh, you know removing autism the reality is that it is you know autistic people they are some of my favorite people honestly so or should i say some of my favorite people also happen to be autistic uh, yeah. because they are absolutely they make the world this world a better place really you will find a lot of autistic people who are so un i mean and you, you will not find like i was saying that they don't talk they might be quiet and all but you will you can talk to them about their their special interests they will talk a lot more about that but what you are unlikely to find autistic people doing is gossiping about other people or teasing other people or bullying other people or cheating lying you know they're not going to get into petty fights they don't talk about their uh, egos they're going to correct people they're terrific in fact they're such ethical terrifically honest people it is wonderful they're great at quality control they'll point out all the mistakes really uh because um, 
uh, because they can see the details they focus on the details yeah they can see focus and yeah. see the details cuz means i have uh, i have seen uh, a video or something mm-hmm. uh, suppose one uh, autistic person is in park we can focus on one thing like uh, uh, means we are talking and uh, we'll focus and we'll make eye contact with the person we are talking but a person with autism uh, can uh, focus on different things like uh, the bell ringing the trees boy crying in the corner could become so much irritated and all that's why i think they react sometimes uh, badly towards any stimulus or something sometimes some autistic people yes you're right they find it hard because they don't have this kind of filters that we have you know we can block out certain noises and still focus on other things we want to focus on uh, a lot of autistic people yeah. they can't do that but that is why they also when they get immersed in something they also find it you know they get immersed so much that they get so much of information about that particular subject that it is incredible so like you were saying they may hear a bell ring like a lot of autistic people i've met i know that some of them they can recognize the kind of train there is they will recognize the different through the different whistles or the uh, the way the train um i don't know what it's called also the bell it rings the bell like it whistles it chimes that that kind of sound they know from one automobile to another automobile they'll know they're, they're so in tune with the uh, different pitches and different wavelengths of no, of sounds so that is what kind of helps that, them also. that's yeah yeah that's not a disability that's a special ability we can say uh, yeah. so that, so you know we have to try and move towards a place where we stop thinking of autism or differences it's just another way of being as a disability because like all of us people with autism also need support in so many areas and like all of us they also bring in their own strengths what is different is that because because some of them do not speak or do not get an opportunity to speak in the in us in our world um in the non autistic world they because they don't get a voice we can't hear their perspective and they don't always communicate in the language we or using the words that we hear we don't give them an opportunity but otherwise it's um, like i said autistic people they are uh, you will find them so passionate about the you know all the social causes they will want to do the right things you will find them so involved in causes like you know as a animal cruelty or environment related or human right related because they're genuine people they they like you know they intrinsically wired they intrinsically tell towards what is correct what is good what is ethical but they may not speak in the words that you and i or the non autistic people are used to hearing and that also brings me to another myth that is around autism which is that uh, autistic people that it is um, you know it is like same as intellectual impairment and autism is not the same as intellectual impairment they are two completely different conditions sometimes autism and intellectual impairment or what we used to call mental retardation earlier so they coexist which means that autism and intellectual impairment happen in the same person at the same time so an autistic person also has an intellectual impairment that may happen and sometimes happens but a lot of autistic people they do not have an intellectual impairment so they do not have they so because of autism it is not that they cannot learn or they do not have the ability to learn it is just that they have a different learning style and if it is an autism friendly style which is actually like people friendly style they will learn and they can they can make a lot of progress and they can do lots of wonderful things 
yeah it can be intervened it can uh, the lives of uh, uh, people with autism can be uh, made beautiful if they are supported and uh, 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 with more psychiatric and medical assessment of uh, them and uh, miss that will uh, that can improve his uh, or her quality of life absolutely and if i may sorry if i can answer another part i mean because you asked about intervention i also want to say that there is a uh, you know there is a myth around a lot of myth around medical intervention which is one was medication but the second also that is very prevalent currently is around stem cell therapy which is again there is enough evidence to say that there is no stem cell therapy for autism so that is again a myth and you know an inaccurate in uh, inaccurate information that and very unethical practices that are currently going on in it. and india and some of the other developing countries where we do not have adequate control like regulatory bodies those are the only places where we have um, where it is allowed to practice you know whatever they are practicing in the name of uh, stem cell therapy but otherwise wherever there is good regulatory control the medical where the authorities are very strict about the all of this they can't practice medical uh, medically they cannot offer stem cell therapy because there is nothing okay. that is going on proven right now yeah okay so you told uh, us about what is autism uh, how it how it is caused how it can be diagnosed so what can we do as a society or as people to support uh, people with autism any message which you want to give to the society uh so i think one of i think that the bottom line here is that it would be good if we can be appreciative of differences if we can understand and if we can accept diverse you know ways of thinking diverse ways of being you know different point of views so just accept diversity i think it enriches us as individuals as people but and it also helps us grow as a society together because different people are bringing in different things so i think it's very important to be open to the idea and autism like so many other you know things is also another way of being it is not inferior to any it is and difference is not in being inferior it is not being less than it is not superior it is just another way of being but what is what it is is it's just as valid as a non autistic's perspective it is just as valid as non autistic's world and you know everybody has a right to living a life in this particular society and unfortunately because you know the non autistic people have the more vocal and majority sort of view and perspective we are designing their world and the assumption and the misconception unfortunately is that autistic people they cannot understand anything they need support they need our support and they need people to help them and that non autistic people they know better what should be there in life which is very incorrect uh the autistic people they're constantly trying to fit into the society they're constantly trying to understand the society and what do the non autistic people sit do they just sit and they watch and they tell people oh you can't do this or oh, you can't do that or they make fun of you know others they make they bully them they can dis- they can be so discouraging sometimes and that is very like you yeah. know not just unfair and very inaccurate but also that it would be much nicer if everybody could coexist and we could be you know we could open up to the idea that non autistic uh, that just as non autistic people have perspectives autistic people also have perspectives we just have to make that effort to understand them and it would be much nicer if we all as non autistic people also make that effort to understand the autistic people 
so be appreciative of the film yeah i guess uh, the audience and all the general public understand uh, that uh, autism is not a disability we we should uh, give special care or something to understand more about them and uh, to mm-hmm. uh, if possible uh, uh, diagnose them and uh, provide with them uh, them with uh, therapies there are so many organizations now like action for autism uh, who can intervene and who can help them uh, living a better life so thank you so much ma'am for joining us i think this would be a lot of a uh, lot helpful for all of us listening to this podcast episode thank you nitesh thank you that's it for now we'll be back with more of episodes to science you up till then keep hearing keep sharing it's available on spotify apple podcast google podcast amazon alexa audible iheart radio gana stitcher and every everywhere else So wherever you are listening do follow and subscribe so that you will be the first to listen whenever i drop a new episode thanks for listening